and I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fry talk? Low down on the biz and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the piece, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wings is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat for flashy meat. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. Positive or motivational stack to see successful guests. Promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the system with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. Shine bright like a diamond. 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 Fine light in the beautiful sea. I chose to be happy. You and I, you and I. We're like diamonds in the sky. You're a shooting star, I see. A vision left to see. When you hold me, I'm alive. We're like diamonds in the sky. I knew there would become one right away. Oh, right away. At first sight, I felt the energy of surrender. I saw the light inside your eyes. bright. Tonight, you and I were beautiful like diamonds in the sky. I too, I so alive. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shining bright like a diamond, we're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond, shine bright like a diamond. Shining bright like a diamond, we're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Palms rise to the universe as we moonshine and my lake. Feel the warmth will never die. We're like diamonds in the sky. You're a shooting star, I see a vision of it. When you me, I'm alive. We're like diamonds in the sky. At first sight, I felt the energy of surrender. I saw the life inside of you. Shine bright tonight. You and I were beautiful like diamonds in the sky. I too, I so alive. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shining bright like a diamond. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. 
Shining bright like a diamond. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. So shine bright tonight, you and I. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. I too, I so alive. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Welcome 
to Planet Remix. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to Planet Remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue the Oracle, and you are live on the Remix. Wow. What a way to start out the share. Peace and greetings to everyone out there listening, no matter where you are listening from in the world. I want to welcome you on in to Planet Remix. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I do want to let you know the Blue Room is open and you are certainly welcome to come on over and uh, join us in the Blue Room. If you want to get some cosmic directions, I'll give that to you. Simply go to YouTube and once you get to YouTube, you're going to search for blue as in the color and then Raz, R-A-S, and then Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, and then you get to come on in. I do want to let you know Kalimar is there to open up the way and make you feel welcome, along with the rest of Planet Remix getting themselves all situated there. I want to give a big shout out to Kalimar and also to Erica and Chastity, uh, and thank you to Erica for the sound check. Wow. Welcome. Welcome on in. I trust that everyone is doing well. Let me start out by saying that as we get ready to get into the cipher, we're going to be doing live calls tonight. And really, that's what tonight's share is about. But I'll get to that in just a moment. I do want to give you the call-in number. So, <laughs> 515-605-9794 is the number to call, and that's going to get you locked in uh, to the remix. You're definitely going to want to go ahead and press 1 because that's going to let us know that you do want to speak with us. So I want to welcome everyone. I see everyone getting themselves in the blue room. Many of you guys are already on the phone lines, and that's a really good thing. So welcome on in, everyone. I want us to start out by just taking a moment of silence. It's been a busy week. We're in the month of February, and we're just short of 10 days, and it's already so much that is going on that is happening. So I want us to take a moment of silence, silence for all of the chaos <laughs> that's going on all over the planet and for us to just center ourselves for just a moment and to send out our love and our blessings to all of those who've made their transition you know and that's going to cover everything from everything from the US that's happening all four corners of the world to Thailand to what's going on in Japan, what's happening in Europe, 
and the things that are going on in the Middle East and things that are even happening as far as Russia. Because we have one planet and we're all here together and send our love out. So let's just take a moment of silence. And just breathe. Can we do that? Can we just breathe? Take a breath. Yeah. So today, today, morning, good night, good afternoon, depending on what part of the world you're in, we know that so much is really going on. <laughs> We know that so much is going on. And um, it's really, really a beautiful time still to be alive because we've all chosen this moment to be alive at this time. And so we're going to focus our energy here in the cipher on you. So we will be focused on you. So I know we've been doing a lot of talks and it's still that energy is surrounding. We want to send our love and, you know, send our light out to Kobe and Gigi and the whole family and everyone who made their transition. We have All-Star Weekend that's happening in Chi-Town Weekend. It's going to be going down. There will be more honorings of Kobe uh, during that time. His life and his legacy is there. So this is a very busy social week again. Valentine's Day is coming up as well. And so we're going to take a step back from some of that this week because we know the best of reality TV is being shown right now in the media and everywhere. There's all kinds of things that are going on. And there is still sort of this mist that is happening of chaos being wreaked all throughout the planet. But there is a way to navigate yourself through that. And that's why we always come together so that we can give you tools and we can give you support and we can be here for each other during this time. The weather is changing and changing all over the planet. So we're just sending out our ashes to the ancestors, all the ancestors, and sending love out to everyone all over the planet. Because we really wanted to take this time to check in with you, to come very, very close, to be very, very sort of on a very personal level, to find out what's going on with you, how you're doing, and what you have going on. Because again, this is a very, very unique month. <laughs> we have a lot of unique months that are coming up, or should I say we are living in very unique times. And so what a unique time to be alive in so many different ways. We have this powerful full moon energy that's 
filling up with lots of energy and lots of burst of powerful downloads that are coming in. And that full moon is in Leo. So right now, even as we all sit here together and we're just connecting ourselves together, our hearts and our minds are conversing and having a serious conversation. I know that minds have been having a serious conversation for some time, but I know many of you are feeling it in a very big way. A very big way. And any time that we have the weather doing the things that it's doing and, you know, all kinds of things happen, there's going to be lots of fear patterns that are going to be floating all in the atmosphere. But you can step out of that energy. And you can begin to start activating your I am sowed code, which is all about the heart and love energy. So that's our focus. That's my focus with you here tonight. (laughs) As we get that out the way and get ready to just do what we do. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see Jay Love is in the blue room. Want to say welcome to Jay Love stepping up in the building. Glad to have you in the blue room. We're going to do some blue room shots out. We're also going to shot the family out. And then we're going we're gonna to listen to some Baby Blue, of course, and some music, but then we're going to get right into it. Lance Arthur is in the blue room. Want to give Lance some love, shouting him out. Augusta Carta is in the house tonight. I always kind of screw that up, but a beautiful name. Um, we're going to say Mr. Carter is in the building. I was just thinking about the movie Lean on Me. Yeah, that movie right there. I was thinking about that movie the other day. One of my favorite movies, by the way, lots of energy in that movie. So that's a good old throwback classic. And we have Trails of the the Great 23 um, is in the house. Uh Uh-huh. Says years since I heard Miss Blue, but I'm back. Brother Talandro is in the building tonight. Oh, oh, Sheila is in the house tonight. Yeah, and oh, Sheila, yeah, that's a favorite line. You smoke crack, don't you, boy? <laughs> Brittany Multi Universe is in the, Multiverse is in the house tonight. Belinda is in the house tonight. Want to say welcome, Belinda? Good to have you in the house tonight. Um, yeah, those are some favorite quotes from the movie Lean On Me. Let's see who has the best quote there. Sunshine Bear always makes me smile when I say that. Sunshine Bear is in the house. It reminds me of those Goomy Bears. You guys remember the Goomy Bears? You know, the little Goomy Bears? I think of that Sunshine Bear. Uh, Sunshine Bear says, hey, Miss Blue, it's always good to hear from you. Likewise, Sunshine Bear in the blue room tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sunshine Bear or the Care Bears, you know, pick a choice. I love the Care Bears too. GN is in the house tonight. Greetings, GN. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, I see y'all doing those Lean On Me quotes. Everybody know that movie. Like, I thought that was mandatory watch, you know, for school children for a moment. 
mandatory watch, but a beautiful movie. 515-605-9794 is the number to call. That will get you locked in once we start to take some calls, because uh, we will be taking calls as well. I trust that you guys are doing well. Um, I know it's snowing in some parts of the world. I know it's raining in some parts of the world. It is extremely cold in some parts of the world and extremely hot in other parts of the world. We got viruses. We got flus that are happening, all kinds of things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And we got Syrian in the house tonight. Peace, everyone. But let me do this while we're here, right? I want to ring the bell for self-invested. Boy, we always have an amazing class in self-invested. And Saturday night was no short of beautiful with everyone in self-invested. To shout out to all the self-invested crew out there and uh, sending them love. We have Kim Jones says aloha from Maui. Uh, in the house and shout out to you and also sending love over to the big island, the little island, the small island, all the islands over there. Simone is in the house tonight. Greetings, Simone Handy. Good to have you in the house tonight. Yeah. Shout out to all the divine priestess. We had a priestess call just recently that was off the Ricker scale. So always shouts out to the divine priestess doing their work and doing it in such a big way. You guys will be hearing some of the things, some of the exciting things that are going on from some of the priestess themselves very, very soon. So shouts out to all the priestess. Mm-hmm. Soul Magic, sending them love as well. Everyone who got the money kit, got to do that too. And shout out to all the babies out there. All the beautiful <laughs> little sweet loving babies out there and all of our children and our families. And if this is your very first time listening, let me be the first to say welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix. Glad that you're here. Glad that you are joining us. Uh, yeah, and if you've been listening for a long time, of course, of course, of course, of course, want to send you love too. I tell you, I don't know about you guys, but it's been a pretty emotional day. I had some very heartfelt emails from you guys that you sent me that just really touched my heart about Planet Remix, what it's done for you, how connected you are. And uh, just how much it's it's impact your life. And, and that's what the work is about, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in this time when so many of us are really in the position of, of feeling like we're kind of starting from scratch a little bit. Even if it's not in the sense of doing something completely different, but maybe you're changing or feeling like you want to do something. You know, we're all desiring something very deep, like a love that goes beyond the surface, you know, something that is meaningful, something that is soul touching for us. And in a way that we can feel that not only are we giving back, um, but it's also feeding our soul at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So that's some real, real beautiful, beautiful energy and some beautiful work. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I see you guys. Piccola is in the house. JP is in the house in the blue room. So glad to have you guys joining us in the blue room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to listen to a little bit of Baby Blue because we definitely need to do that. And by the way, shouts out to all of our international listeners that are out there listening from all over the world. I want to welcome you in and so grateful, so thankful for each and every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people having dreams. The dream, the astro realm is pretty, pretty busy, sending lots of downloads that are coming in, lots of dreams coming in, you guys. So definitely you want to pay attention to your dreams, the dreams that you're having, the feelings that you're feeling. All of this is really just to connect you with a lot of your uniqueness that is coming through. Um, And so it's lots of signs and symbols that are happening. We have sort of a recalibration uh, that's going on, this recalibration that's happening with the cells in our heart. So many of you are feeling extra emotional. You may be feeling You may be feeling a little overwhelmed emotionally, and I don't want you to be too hard on yourself right now because our hearts right now are really going through a major, major, major upgrade, a major upgrade the heart is. It's upgrading itself. And this upgrade is a really good thing because it's going to allow us access to a lot of different things, higher dimensions, higher level of divine wisdom and understanding, you know. And so it's time for us to really release. And don't worry, we got a grounding magic spirit class that we're going to be doing tonight that really is just ground and center us all. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to listen to some baby blue. Uh huh. (laughs) We're going to listen to some baby blue. Yeah, we we definitely need to do that. We're going to listen to some baby blue. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's 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 do that. Hey, this is baby blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. Oh, yeah. Please say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. Life will move you, and a couple of other things will move you, too. But life will move you. Yeah. <laughs> Life will move you. Well, let's do this because we definitely need to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth, and I will have it no other way. Oh, yeah. Here we go.
greetings, everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. And of course, you know that it is time for Planet Remix. And we are about to get fully plugged into the cipher. And so I want us to be responsible while knowing our magic and growing up on planet Earth. So, if you have any minors around or anyone who may be a little sensitive to a little bit of language and certain content, this will be the great time for you to go grab some headsets and get plugged in like the rest of us. So, put the babies to sleep, let the dogs out, let the cats run free (laughs) as we get ready to dive into the cipher. We cover so much content and information here, tools and things that you can begin to use, but we do it with a lot of adult content. So let's be responsible while knowing our magic on Planet Remix. Simply, there's no other way. (laughs) So, enjoy the cipher. Enjoy the share and keep knowing your magic and be responsible while growing up on Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're plugged in. We're plugged into the cipher. Fully plugged in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are definitely fully plugged into the cipher. And before we get ready to listen to the song tonight, I want to bring your attention to something. Um, You know, one of the things when I was working in the records and spirit was kind of showing me where this energy was going and, you know, what the focus would be. You know, I knew it was going to be something that we all needed to begin to start putting on our minds, you know really start to put this heavily on our mind. So as we dive into the cipher, I want you to keep this in mind and begin to start putting this so heavy on your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. And you touch me a thousand times when I think of 
way I speak is my melody. Don't you ever think it's another me, girl? On everything, it's a lot on me. I cannot be seen, I cannot be taken. Apologies, get it proud on me, cause that bag on me, get it after me. I got rack on me, got the stash on me, think they gassing me. Yeah. Hoodie on low, but I stay focused, yeah. It's hard to stay low and everybody notice, yeah. Back at it, she ain't never do this before, but she good at it. She never love, but she good at it. She make a nigga feel good when I look at it. I get goosebumps when I look at it. All girls just wanna have fun with it. All girls just wanna have fun with me. These girls ain't really no good for me. Yeah.
And so a lot of defenses are down. Our magnetic field, we've known this for a couple of years, the magnetic field around the earth shield is down. And this is allowing a lot of this cosmic light to come in. And these upgrades are so we can begin to start connecting ourselves with higher dimensions. We're in this time that is so unique. And it's pulling at us. It's pulling at our hearts. It's pulling at us to come forth. And it is reminding each and every single one of us that we don't just have a soul, but we are our soul. And our body is just around it. And that's a reminder that we have to be conscious of. We have to be conscious of who we are, where our loyalty lies, because where your loyalty was six months ago and that path that you were on, we've undergone, I I should have put, um, played the song, I'm under new management, because totally right now, we are all under new management. So much has changed in our lives over the last couple of years. changed in our jobs, changed in our relationships, changed in what we thought, changed in what we want to do, changed in where we want to be, how we want to show up in the world. You know, so many illusions talk about the veil coming down, but the illusion of our own lives have come down. And some of that is difficult to live with because we are getting to see ourselves for who we truly are. And now we have to learn how to do this thing that is definitely something that we all are striving for, and that is how to love ourselves. And now more than ever, it's something we've been talking about for eons here on Planet Earth. You have to love who you are. Because you see when you throw that love out into the world and you do not have it to sustain within yourself, you already know what you get back. So it's truly forcing us to go within and to tap into our heart code. Because the upgrade is happening. But like many upgrades that we get on our computers and that we get um, for different programs that we're running and that we get for our cell phones and even our cars that we drive, many things that we have, our security systems, you know, you have upgrades in all kinds of things that you're doing. You don't have to accept the upgrade. You do not have to accept an upgrade. You can bypass that upgrade. But by bypassing that upgrade, 
then you're only going to leave yourself out of love. It will leave you out of love. So, let's get ready. I'm ready to do some readings. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'm ready for a little upgrade. I'm ready for a little bit of an upgrade and to check in with you guys and see what's going on and how you're doing and all that good, good, juicy stuff. So many of you guys have pressed one and you're on the phone line. So let me, um, let me get my mind right. Because I don't know. This full moon has me, hmm, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even have the words for what this full moon has me feeling. But it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. And I'm excited to talk to you guys. That that always gets me gets me going there. I got some surprises coming up. We do on Planet Remix for you guys too. So you'll be hearing about them pretty pretty soon. Five one five six zero five nine seven nine four is the number to call. Press one once you get on the phone lines. All of our international listeners, you will need to dial the U.S. country code and then dial five one five six zero five nine seven nine four, and that will get you locked in to Planet Remix. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. You ready, ready? <laughs> you ready, ready? All right. So, let's go. Let's go to the caller um and I'm just going to jump around here. I don't even know what I need to pull up. Let me let me let me pull some stuff out of here. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go and, and let spirit pick. So I'm just going to go to the phone lines. You guys just be ready um, once I come to you on the phone lines, and we'll go from there. How's that sound? Let's go to the caller calling in from area code 9512. 9512, you're live on Planet Remix. Hey, how's it going? It's Nathaniel calling from California. Okay, greetings to you, Nathaniel, calling from California. Can you take me off speakerphone because I'm getting a very bad echo and I can't hear. There it is. Okay. Thank you, Nathaniel. This your first time calling in? Uh, Recently. I may have called a few months, or I don't remember if I've called. I don't think I've called in the last few months at least. I may have talked to you yeah. before, though. Okay, okay. Well, what is so for you, Nathaniel? What is so for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what do you want to, what yeah. are you calling in? We're doing live readings tonight, so. Well, I'm, um, I'm wanting to see uh, what you see for me. I don't know if you see a job or do love or a move coming in, anything like that, or do I need a specific uh question on one of those well you don't have to but i'll tell you this i really believe that the best intention we can have in our lives is the one that we set forth and if there is something in particular you would like for me to to take a look at i can do that for you so i always love it when it, it, you participate it may be, it may be dependent. i've been out 
I've been out for a while from work, and I'm trying to return to work, but I think they want to fire me or lay me off or something like that. But so I'm not really going back, and I'm living somewhere temporarily. But I might mm-hmm. find a girlfriend. Uh, I might find a girlfriend soon, the love of my life, and I might be moving in with her. So, uh, I've heard, look what I've heard from other readings and stuff. Okay, well, I like the sound of that, Nathaniel. I like the sound of all of that. I really do. I really like the sound of, you know, um, of that. And I really like the position that you're in. I'll tell you a couple of things that I'm picking up for you. And number one is I see that, you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Carl Jung. Because he talks about the hero's journey. And it seems like you've been on a hero's journey for a very long time. A very, very long time that you've been on the hero's journey. That's me, yeah. I've been through the dark night of the soul, I think. Is that what it is? Well, some people call it that, the dark night of the soul. Yeah. Some people call it the dark night of the soul, but the number one thing that's going on is you don't really have a problem right now, but what's going on right now is you're looking for justice because you feel like somehow life has kind of wronged you and has treated you very unfairly. And so even though you're speaking here and you have sort of this very loving demeanor, there's a part of you that's very angry and very upset. And you feel like you've been robbed out of who you're supposed to be. So in a sense, it's like your heart code or your love code just went from sugar to shit. And you know who to blame, but that person is not getting the blame. And I know you feel that you're mad at the whole world right now, at least some of the people in the world. I won't say the whole world, but it's a lot of us in this world you're very upset at. And you think the world would have been a better place had you been born about 80 years ago. That's why you like to watch all those old school movies and all of that, because that was a time where you feel like you could have reigned supreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I can assure you, no one is doing you dirty. No one is doing you wrong. And all of this can be turned around when you're truly willing to accept love in your heart for yourself first. For yourself first. When you can accept love in your heart for you, for who you are, and know that that's good enough, know that that's more than good enough. No one can take anything away from you that is for you. But you have to be honest. And it's not about being honest with me or anyone here on this platform. But you have to be honest with you. And your role that you have played in putting certain energy out in this world. So pay attention to the signs and symbols. Find you a focus that's going to be productive for you. 
And that's when things will change. Because everything that's happening to you right now is self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Yeah. So that's what I have for you. But I, I, I thank you for taking the courage to call in and be you. For once, because for once you called in with a different agenda, and now that's changed. And that shows that you can do this. I know you can do it. That changes, what what did you say? I said you called in with one agenda, and now you are in a different energy. And that shows that you're willing to change, change into someone you're not, but really change into who you are and stop letting these old patterns dictate who you should be, how you should act, and what you should think. Because you got a lot of good stuff in there. And one day, you'll be able to have some good, hmm, I don't know what word I want to use. You'll be able to Share this with other people, and it will be mind-blowing to what you were capable of and what you were feeling on this day and what you will feel tomorrow. But it's all up to you. Yeah. So peace Mm -hmm. and love. I thank you for calling. Yeah, thanks. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 9044. 9044, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, Miss Blue, this is Malcolm calling from Florida. Greetings to you, Malcolm, from Florida. How's the weather down there? Uh, Up and down. It'd be like, it'd be warm, then it'd be cold the next week, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah, so, yeah. what's so for you, Malcolm? What's so for you? <clears throat> okay. So, like, um, if you allow me to ask it this way, I kind of wanted to just know, like, what spirit got for me. Um, kind of like a spiritual forecast, maybe what I should be looking out for, like what's coming up. Mm-hmm. What spirit got for you? Mm. That that's always an interesting question for me, Malcolm. I don't know. Sometimes I can't sit well with that question, but sometimes I understand yeah. that that question um, is the best question that we can come up with, kind of like Nathaniel, you know. And so mm. I recognize and, and have a lot of love for the positions that we're in. So I will give yeah. it to you exactly how spirit gives it to me. And the first thing that I yeah. see, Malcolm, is I see a vacation, I see okay. like a resort. I see like lawn chairs. I see people, you know, just kind of like lounging, running on the beach and all of this. And the number one thing that I think is that you've been on vacation way too long. Okay. It's time to get to work. Yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. 
What are you loyal to? Ooh. Uh, I would say right now, the number one thing I'm loyal to is like um, kind of getting to know or understand who and what like God is or getting closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's like my what I'm most loyal to. Mm-hmm. So your yeah. loyalty lies in discovering God. Yeah. And what have you discovered so far? Because you've been on the planet, let's say, a little longer than 20 years, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. 28. So what have you discovered about your newfound loyalty of who God is? Um, really that it, it lives inside of me. And it's something that I kind of got to, um, I want to manifest from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is something that's got to live through me and in me. Mm-hmm. So once yeah. you discovered that, because that's a pretty big discovery that a lot of people on this planet have still not tapped into. Mm-hmm. What did that, what did that do for you? when you discovered that God also lives inside of you? I would say stop looking outside of myself um, for maybe the answers that I've been seeking. Um, mm-hmm. Also, it's kind of like a self-empowering thing that I mm-hmm. know I can be confident in myself and, and be confident and have confidence in what I'm capable of. Yes. Um, yeah. So now that you know God lives inside of you, does that make you love you more? Honestly, don't answer too quick. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's something that's been activated in me and it's kind of not fully activated um, in terms of because of my kind of health situation, but I would say, yeah, it does. I've kind mm-hmm. of been in a, in a place of where I'm really tapping into self-love in a way that I, I've never been able to tap into. Um, and it's still kind of shaky back and forth, up and down, but more than I've ever had, yeah. That's so beautiful. That really, really yeah. is so beautiful. And so mm-hmm. when you say that, because of your health issues. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want me to look into? Because initially you said, what do spirit have for me? <laughs> you see how that works? See how yeah, that works? Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. how beautiful yeah. that was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that is, Miss Blue. It is. It's going to be in straight up. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And so, um, let me ask I, you a question. I, okay. Because I'm I'm always interested when people say I have health issues. You know, it's almost like someone saying I have relationship issues. I have emotional yeah. issues. You get it? 
And then the question becomes, do you really have health issues? Uh, I have, like, um, for the past two years, I've been, my body been weak. I did the vegan diet. I didn't do it the right way. It made my body weak. And I'm kind of, in the past <laughs> year, I've been able to get back to working. And um, mm-hmm. it's coming back, but it's not, my strength is not fully back in my body. And, mm-hmm. um, like I said, when so I, when on, I kinda, hold on a second, hold on a second. So okay. you said okay. you did the vegan diet and you didn't do it right. And it made your body weak. Did it make your body weak yeah. or did it make your mind weak? Maybe probably both, but I, mm-hmm. I know for sure it definitely made my body weak, but I would say mm-hmm. both. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you're working your way back from that. Yeah, to full strength. And, like, I've been able to work full time for the past maybe year and a half. And I guess That's... maybe my question is, like, like how long before I get back to, like, being back to my normal kind of full strength in my body self? Like, it's just yeah. being frustrating, you know? Like, yeah, I can imagine. You know when you're going to get yeah. back? You want me to tell you? Yeah. Yeah, When you start doing what you love. Okay. (laughs) No, this is not a game. I'm being 100% serious for you. When you start loving the work that you do. Yeah. You're going to come back to full strength. In fact, you've already seen glimpses of it because when you're doing things that you love and you're passionate about it, you have all the strength in the world. You're not tired. You're not weak. In fact, you're not even thinking about the time. You're not even thinking about you got to go to work the next day. You're not thinking about food. You're not thinking about your body is tired. You're not thinking about none of that. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So, one of the things about the big word G-O-D, right, whatever we choose to call it, you say God, mm-hmm. is to understand that is self-realization. Yeah. Because God can heal and do all things, right? Yeah. And if you are embodying the energy of God, then you have to begin to start putting yourself in a mindset of, as they say, what would God do? Since you can't say, what would Malcolm do? What would God do? Right? And then you channel that energy in your body and you do what needs to get done. So the number one thing I would tell you is that you need to be giving yourself lots of vitamin C. We did a whole show on it. Brother Bilal gave the breakdown and get you some of that liquid vitamin C or any kind of vitamin C, but get you some of that. Take some vitamin C, number one. Number two, you need to get out in nature because you need to ground yourself. And number three, you need to definitely, absolutely, positively love who you are. Yeah. Stop trying to make yourself 
Do you want me to say the name? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, say it. Stop trying to make yourself Kanye West. Okay. You're not Kanye. We don't need another Kanye. We need another Malcolm, not another Mm -hmm. Kanye. And that same genius that he embodies, you embody your own genius inside of you. But you can't activate it if every time you get on YouTube or every time you see somebody or every time somebody that you admire, and it's nothing wrong with role models and admiring people, but when we want to begin to start morphing into them, therein is the problem. And you literally are trying to morph into these archetypes that you see, not realizing you have your own unique archetype that's inside of you, and it cannot be birthed if you are so busy chasing someone else's likeness. Yeah. So that's why you're sick. And how can I do that? Because that's that's a problem I've always had, like, Mm-hmm. Whether it's like my, you know, because like my granddad yeah. has always been kind of like my long, growing up, that's kind of been my, my hero. But whether it's mm-hmm. my granddad or whether it's a role model or some, you know, whoever it is, uh, that's always something I've kind of done. And, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how can I switch out? How of can you do that? You can switch out of that. Number one, you 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 have to start understanding you. So you're on the right path. You have to start understanding. That's why I ask you, what are you loyal to? And why? Okay. What do you like to do? Ask yourself those questions. And why? Why why do I like that? Yeah. And then you have to take it beyond yourself. What do you want to share with the world? What what do you want your legacy? Your grandfather has a strong legacy. What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to say about Malcolm? It can't be what they said about your granddad. It can't be what they said about Kobe. It can't be what they're saying about Kanye. It has to be your work based on what you've done. Yeah. And then allow the universe God to surprise you. You have to start living and exploring life and having the courage to say your thoughts, not thoughts other people gave you, but what you think and being okay with that. If you want to eat a piece of steak, eat it. If you don't want to eat it, don't eat it. But learn to listen to your body and start exploring things for yourself. So even if you don't have people around you, which you can always come here, but ask yourself, what do I think? If you watch something, if you see something, say to yourself, well, what do Malcolm think? This is what I think. Yeah. So you have to be intentional about your presence. And you have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you matter. And you are unique. 
And even if you're doing the same thing that a thousand people are doing it, no one can do it the way Malcolm can. But that takes time of being able to spend time alone with yourself. And since you have to be your own hype man, you didn't hype everybody else up. Now you got to hype yourself up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't mean you can't throw a little hype out there. Like the remix can always use some hype, right? We love it. But hype yourself up too. You have to be your own hype man. You have to. And you have to be willing to take a stand. But really, I will tell you, vacation time is over. All of this daydreaming with no action and thinking the sky's going to open one day, the doorbell's going to ring, and some shit is just going to fall in your lap, that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. You've got to be about that work, and you've got to put that work in. And that work starts yeah. with you. It starts with you loving yourself, not admiring someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be a body snatcher. See someone else's life and you want to snatch their whole life and just step in and say, Malcolm in the middle. (laughs) That was a good show, by the way. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. So that's what I have for you. Yeah. All these fantasies, they're good. Now let's get a plan of action. And spend some time alone. Be okay being with you. But I, you know, but I spend like a lot of time alone, especially right now. Like, yeah, but your mind—you know—you like time. R. Kelly. Your mind is telling you one thing, but your body is saying something. You're somewhere else. Like, I need you to come back down to earth. Just being alone, but your mind being focused on everyone else and what other people are doing and what you're missing out on and what is happening and what you can't do, that is not spending time with yourself. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like I told the brother who called in, Nathaniel, the same thing. You, you, you... You got to come clean with you. Yeah. Because you have so much to give. Mm-hmm. But first you have to make sure you love who you are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right? Okay. All right, Ms. Blue. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Peace and love. I'm going to send you some bam, bam, bam. I'm going to send you some healing light over there. So, you know, that'll keep you going. (laughs) All right, all right, Ms. Lee. Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 4439. 4439, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Linda, calling from Baltimore. Okay, greetings to you, Linda, calling from the B City, the Baltimore City. Shout out. Dr. Banks, that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just writing down everything that you um, were saying because I felt the same. 
for my life, um, you know, we are all learning and growing from each other. I wanted to read you a poem just to give you an insight into myself. Okay. And um, looking to see which one I should send. Um, so this one I just wrote, and I was feeling and um, love, feeling love from a deeper place and allowing myself to love. Um, living and singing from the chest for so long, forgot how the butterflies feel. I breathe deep to find that deep in the pit of my stomach, to find that dip in the pit of my stomach once again. Love the feeling of being in love with being love. Let go of the inhibitions from fears hidden between the bones of my ribcage. Let this burden of distress and mistrust down and dance free and let my solar plexus shine to guide my spirit's light. You hear the baby back there. The baby's letting us know that even though you're talking about not getting love, you got some love. (laughs) Yes, yes. So much love, surrounded with so much love and um, gratitude. Like, I'm grateful for where I am. Um, But it's been a, I mean, not but. Um, There's another poem. Who am I in my dream state? Who am I while awake? This leaf in the wind, I so often feel I am, pinpointing her, still there is nothing. Yet she has stories and hopes of vainglory, yet soul withstands. So that's another um, thing, like it's feeling like a leaf in the wind a lot of time and feeling like life is uh, just blindfolded. I'm blindfolded just because once I make a plan or a plan comes and I'm like ready to go, gung-ho, I feel like, uh the rug has been pulled out, and it's always for the greatest and highest good. So there's no animosity, but it's just um, having that feeling and being okay with it. So I've just been in a state of surrender for oh, quite some time. And yeah, yes, yeah. I would love to I, feel be in your energy. I'm really grateful to be on the line with you. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad that you called in. But let me let me say something to you. Um, yeah. It's okay, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you you said something really key. You said that, you know, every time you feel like you're going to do something, you know, it feels like the rug is being pulled from up under you, but it's okay because it's for the highest good and there is no animosity. And I just want to come out with sisterly love and you know how I'm going to give it to you and just say that's not true. And I I get Mm. that that's where we're supposed to be at with things. Mm. You you understand what I'm saying? But you're not there. You understand? Mm. You're not there. And it's okay because (laughs) if if you try to, one thing you can't do is you can't trick your subconscious into believing something that you don't believe. It becomes mm-hmm. asinine. And so to keep yeah. telling yourself, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. But you read this poem to us, and I know many inside the Blue Room is listening and everyone's listening, and it really shows how hurt you are. Mm-hmm. So to say you're not hurt sort of mm-hmm. denies you of your own feelings. Do you understand that that is a superpower that all of us have is our emotions and our feelings. 
Now, granted, Mm -hmm. we really don't know how to express them correctly, but that's a superpower. You can't push that down because Mm -hmm. when you suppress that, that's how you start to bring other things like depression and, you know, you, you start to bring sadness and sorrows and we start to make even more mistakes. We start to second guess ourselves. We fall out of love with ourselves and, you know, it takes us on a whole nother path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thank you for mm-hmm. reading that piece <laughs> from your heart. Please kiss the thank baby you. for me because that right there <laughs> just brought me joy. Just hearing the baby coo in the background. He just turned yeah. one on the fifth. So it's been one year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love and light. <laughs> oh, um, how beautiful. Yeah. How beautiful. So what's your question for me? Um, I was just looking for, looking for a full moon <laughs> guidance and validation of, I mean, not validation, but, like, I'm on the line with you. That's enough validation. I'm just grateful to be. I just wanted to hear if there was any other. And also, like, I've been really thinking about my grandparents. And if there's anyone that you see, the, like, mm-hmm. um, I'm, like. Okay, Linda. Linda, you want a lot yes, now. Ma'am. You want a lot. <laughs> Uh-oh. You, you need to calm down, Linda. You done went from wanting nothing to wanting everything. <laughs> All of a sudden. Uh, but it's okay. I, I definitely will try to give you, you know, definitely as much as I can. Do this for me really quick. I want you to tell me about you and a pedestal. Me and a pedestal? Mm-hmm. How do you um, relate to a pedestal uh, when you think about a pedestal? I think of modeling. I've modeled, and mm-hmm. um, my favorite verse is Proverbs thirty-one thirty. Um, beauty is vain, and sorry, I'm forgetting it right now. But beauty is vain, and uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. But um, it has to do oh, vainglory, um, humility. Um, I think of um, beauty from within being. Being being brought out and then put on a pedestal, I think beauty comes from wisdom more than it comes from like looks. So, um, uh-huh. yeah. And you said you said this was your favorite verse, and what was it again? Proverbs thirty one thirty. But you don't know it. It's your favorite verse. Oh wait, yeah, it is. But I'm nervous, so that's fine. Okay, so hold on. Um, uh huh. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And that was like growing up, that was my favorite um, verse. Because I, I was always looked at as like pretty, I'm a twin, and we've always just been so beautiful. And um, um, But but then not, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm mixed as well. So it's, it's like a yeah. being around. Yeah, it's okay. Different family members, and you know. So let me ask you. That's okay. Um, (laughs) Do you fear the Lord? I don't fear the Lord anymore. That's not any that. 
I think it has to do with more reverence um, uh-huh. and acknowledgement. There's fear no more. I did grow up in the church where that was something that was over my head, but something that I'm deprogramming yeah. every day from and learning to love with myself and love the God within me. And uh-huh. and that is the nectar of, you know, life. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I remember the verse and it may just depend on whether it's King James or the, or the new version or old Testament mm-hmm. where it says charm is deceitful and beauty mm-hmm. is fleeting, but a woman who fears mm-hmm. the Lord is to be praised. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of your conflict mm-hmm. because in all your relationships, you haven't been praised. Mm. Yes. We say praised, but you know it's mm-hmm. love. Yeah. And learning to love, give that to myself. And, yeah. You know, because a party every day. <laughs> yeah. Learning how to give love to yourself. Mm-hmm. One of the things about things that are written, a lot of times they're written for a different time. Mm -hmm. And really what happens is we are depending on others' interpretation and not doing enough inner research for ourselves. When did you write that poem that you wrote, Which that you one? read? The one about the, the one ten point ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've read the one that I wrote about love. That was um, the other day, the one about, you know, being awake. and The um, one you just read for us. Awake. Can you, can you yeah. read that again? The one you just read for us. Read that one more yeah. time for me, Linda. Yeah, okay. read that again. Who am I in my dream state? Who am I while awake? This leaf in the wind, I so often feel I am. Pinpointing her, still there is nothing. Yet she has stories and hopes of vainglory. So will always withstand. Say that last part again. So will always withstand. Spirit always withstands. Hmm. Who are you in your dream state? Um, when I'm asked that question, uh, it's hard for me to uh-huh. express because, like the previous caller, it's like hard for me to I haven't pinpointed my own passion. Um, uh-huh. And also, I don't give myself enough time to dream for what I want from my own life. So because let me ask you. And that's beautiful you have a child. But who are you when you're yeah. awake then, since you don't know who you are when you're dreaming? <laughs> oh. Who are you when you are awake? She. <laughs> 
when I feel the most awake, she's just living from her, she's living from love, living from the stomach, uh, you know, like from the heart. And um, when you are in your dream state or when you are awake? When I'm awake. But remember, these are your words. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who are you in the dream state? Because in in the piece that you wrote, the person in the dream state is the one with all the love and all of this. So who are you when you are awake? Yes, I can answer. Hmm. Because... If you're inside of a dream, that's proof that you are still sleeping. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. And so you were about to tell me that you can't do these things and you can't fully live your life because you have a child. Mm, No. Not the reason at all. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Just read the first words of of that poem piece again and then stop. Can you read it? Stop. Who am I? In my dream state. That tells everything about the whole piece you wrote. Who am I? In my dream state. The rest of the words that are in that poetry piece are not real. Mm. They're not real. So what was your question for me? What is it that you really want to know? Um, I guess I just wanted to know that I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. You are okay. Or shall I say you be okay if you choose to be okay. Mm-hmm. But you have to come out of a dream. Because if I hadn't stopped you, you said, I want to fully live, but I have a child. You realize you said that. I didn't even mean to say that. <laughs> but you said it. Which means that there's a part of you that feels that because you have a child, somehow you can't be who you are or who you really want to be. When you and I know that's not true, you are not being who you wanted to be before the child. Mm -hmm. 
So it's important that you really sort of come full circle to where you are. I want you to give me your birth date, please. 1983. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. 1983. October 1983. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Hmm. So... I want you to just begin to start thinking about if you could be doing anything that you want to do right now, what would that be? The pedestal keeps coming up because the pedestal is sort of where you put yourself. Mm. And you sort of fell off your own pedestal. Mm. Mm. And I can understand why that could be quite devastating. Because never in a million years did you ever think that you would be a single parent. Probably the second time, that's why. (laughs) You said what now? For the second time. I have a Mm 17-year-old. But you're still a single parent. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now what's happening is, as I played that song, look back at it. I know you took that song a totally different way than maybe how you ever heard it. Mm -hmm. Because this is sort of history repeating itself Mm -hmm. from 17 years ago. And now here we are. We're back here again. We're looking back at it. And still, Linda has not been able to do what Linda really wants to do. The only problem is Linda doesn't know what that is right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you, that's one of the best places you can be. Mm-hmm. You need to be okay with not knowing. Mm-hmm. Because the things that you did know, you did nothing about. Mm-hmm. And that's why the rug kept getting pulled from under you. Because your intuition mm-hmm. told you, you already knew how it was going to turn out, but you didn't trust yourself. So see where knowing has got you. Let's try to live not knowing. that's a switch right because now you can be excited and surprised about how the universe is going to show up and bless you because you have no clue what is going on because when you had a clue you paid it no attention because you thought all of those things that put you on that pedestal was enough to sustain you and not make it happen. And I hear what you're saying, but you were pretty enough. You thought you were smart enough. You thought you were good enough. And that these things would not happen to you again.
but it did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you knew they were coming. But you thought, somehow, I'm going to force this to go the way I need it to go. So now, I want to take it back to this. I want you to really just focus on your heart energy. Okay. And just kind of settle yourself there for a moment. What do you really want to know? I want you to take your time with the question. I mean, don't take all the time, but take your I'm time. Sorry, I'm sorry, my <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> um, I just, the only thing that ever is, um, of course, there's a, there's always a, um, I just, the spiritual, um, strength that I feel even in the midst of being in the unknown I have been finding a lot of strength in just trusting myself and the question that I have for Miss Blue um, is there um I guess I don't have a question. Uh, you sure? The answers in the questions, the questions, yeah. I, I'm just grateful to speak to you. And um, and I get right that. And, and, and let me tell yeah. you something. That really makes me feel good that you're grateful. But I'm grateful that mm-hmm. you came on the line. But I don't want you to sell yourself short. But this is your time to finally have the courage to ask the question you really want to know. Um, am I am I a healer? Of healer course, needs to heal. You already know that. Yes, and in which like direction? But 
what what would you foresee that like my like I know there's always a first step to take. I literally don't know what first step to take sometimes. Uh-huh. So the best, absolutely you? best place to start is with healing your children mm-hmm. because you get a chance to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the best place. You sound like that's not what you wanted to hear. Um, of course, it's what I want to hear. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just settling into it and understanding it. And I just always yeah. feel like a pressure from family and like, you know, things like just. What am I doing with my life? I'm always taken care of and things like that, but like, what do you, how, yeah. like, what am I going to do next? You know, so my, I want, yeah, my, my children so, to be a healthy mother. Here's what you do is you don't worry about what they think and you don't worry about what they say. You Mm -hmm. focus on healing your children, and that's going to open up a world of possibilities of how you can give back to the world. And I know you want to do that so desperately because right now you're looking for an identity. You're looking for Mm -hmm. your uniqueness, but Mm -hmm. you are not going to find it out here in these cosmic streets. You're not going to find it just by jumping in someone's class and taking or getting a certificate. That is not going to give you your identity. And I need you to hear me on this. Okay. But that love that you begin to pour into your children, it will open you up to access and information and, 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 and cosmic downloads and healing and understanding and divine wisdom that cannot be taught anywhere on this planet. This is the part of the story that I tell you to very gently and very gracefully come down off that pedestal mm-hmm. and realize that one of your most important jobs of your life is the one that you stood up for, and that is to be a mother. And if you feel you cannot do that, then you put things in place so that your children get the best love and care over your supervision. So I'm not telling you to do something you feel you're not capable of doing. But you have to start there. You know how you felt growing up as a child. Mm-hmm. Why allow your children to go through the same thing? And the sad part is, I thought you had a real question. But it seems like you're still kind of asleep. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Because I love you and I wish you well. So please hold the line. 
Thank you. Peace and love. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 9126. 9126, you're live on Planet Remix. Going once. 9126. Going once. We can't hear you. Going twice. Gone. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 6179. 6179, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello? Yes, hello. Uh, Greetings. Who's on the line? (laughs) Sorry. Hi, Ms. Blue. This is Sheba. I'm from Massachusetts. Greetings. Did you say Sheba? Yes. Oh, like Bathsheba. Greetings, Shiva. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you? I am doing very well. I yes. haven't spoken to you in probably about three and a half years now. <laughs> oh, wow. I listen, I listen all the time, but I don't speak unless I am called to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, a lot has transpired in the last three and a half years. I have a three and a half year old. <laughs> oh, congratulations. I love thank the baby. You, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So She's wait. So wait. The most wonderful you got thing pregnant in the world. and you stopped listening? <laughs> no, I'm, t- no, I'm no, joking. I listen. listen no, no, no. I, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Go ahead. And I've just been on this a journey of um, mm-hmm. um, really becoming self-empowered and getting to mm-hmm. know who I am. And, uh, I like really the sound of that. Digging very, very, very deep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like digging that. Digging very uh-huh. deep and healing, you know, past traumas, past wounds, childhood traumas, and all yeah. of that sort of good stuff. <laughs> and... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm still working through a lot of things because right now I'm in the process of a divorce. Um, so I'm trying to mm-hmm. heal through that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to learn how to release a lot of the emotions, emotional um, feelings that I've had throughout this journey with this experience. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to continue to tap into my love energy and um, the one thing that has definitely helped me tap into that um, a little faster um, is the love that I've been shown through my three-year-old. Mm, beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and, beautiful. Um, I have two older children as well, but for some reason mm-hmm. the impact of this three-year-old has been very significant. Of course. Um, yes. <laughs> and, of course. Um, Because you was all you was all awake. You was awake and spiritually conscious when you had this three year old. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I just know that she has been put has been put on this earth um, to show me what true love is. Really? Yes. So you didn't (laughs) know it before? No, I know. I know it before. But I think that mm. now I'm um, so, getting a so deeper is this, understanding is this of part it. Of that, 
is this part of that self-empowerment that you were talking about? Is this part of that self-empowerment? Uh, uh, dig, digging into my love, my my love <laughs> side, yes. What you're sharing with yes. us, yeah. Okay. Yes, it definitely okay. is because I always struggled with um, I always struggled with putting myself first, and now for the first time in my life, I have been putting myself first. It's been baby steps, but at least I'm being more gentle with myself and allowing myself to mm-hmm. um, work through those feelings and emotions. Mhm. Mhm. So you're putting yourself first. Um, yes, but I let feel me like ask if you, I don't feel myself. You, uh-huh, go ahead. Do you and your husband share the same definition of self-empowerment? Oh, I don't know what his definition is. I have no idea. Okay. We're not, to, we're not together. We've been separated for a year and a half now, going on two years. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been separated. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you've been separated yeah. for a year and a half. And yeah. after you guys separated, that's when you started to learn about putting yourself first. in empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Because yeah. I've always put myself in the back burner. I've always put all of the people that I hold precious to my heart, you know, ahead of myself. And, well, um, you do that now, don't you? Don't you put your children ahead of you? Oh, yes, I do. I do. Okay. But I'm still learning so, to tap into who I am mm-hmm. as a person and allowing okay. that to shine through. Beautiful. You, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, Shiva. You know all the right uh-huh. words to say. You do. You're saying <laughs> the right. I mean, seriously, if I had a textbook... Your picture mm-hmm. would be like, bam, right there, right there, next to the word. But I have mm-hmm. a question because you can help us with this. Is yes, self-control and self-empowerment the same thing? I think they're linked. How, how can you share with me how they're linked? Um, I feel that they're like in the sense that, I'm sorry? I said, give us some insight on how you see them to be linked. I feel that they're linked um, because I feel that through self-empowerment, you do have to have a sense of, you do have a, you have to have a balance, a sense of some sort of balance of control in order to um, dig deep into what it is that you feel that, it's going to make you stronger or more powerful or um, it's going to make you shine through a little better. Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. I, that's interesting. Yeah. So in your relationship, which one of those do you think you practice most when you were there? It was itself Empowerment or self-control? Self-control. Ah. Uh, self-control. I, I didn't. I did not feel empowered in my relationship at all. But they're linked. You just told us they were kind of. No, there, there linked. is. There, I mean, that there is a link. You know, if you're able to link yeah. it, you know. Yeah. 
I, I just kind of wanted to talk about that for a little bit because I wanted to get your perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you heard these words before? Let me ask you. Have you heard anyone say this to you? And I want you to be completely honest. Have you mm-hmm. heard these words about mind control me? I'm sorry? Have you heard those words before? Stop trying to control me. Being stated to me. Yeah, or, or you say to someone them. else. Either oh, or. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Stop trying to control me. And self-empowerment and control is linked. I just want to kind of, you know, put that as a side note because I can kind of see where you're going and see how I can best assist you. So we have to stop taking these words Better yet, we have to stop really using words to control others Mm -hmm. because it sounds good, but we know it's not working. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not working. So what was your question for me? Let me let me get to that, because spirit has me. Well, my place, my my question was Mm -hmm. basically in the direction of. Um, my soon-to-be ex-husband and I and um, the journey mm-hmm. that we're about to embark on as far as co-parenting are three or mm-hmm. Right. Because I, oh, you know, I still have wavering feelings about it um, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, my emotions. Are, they're not as deep as they used to be as far as, like, how intense before I used to, you know, get angry and hold on to it for very long periods of time. Now I'm able to just feel the emotion and kind of release it a lot faster. Um, Mm -hmm. So what do you want to know? How is it going to be co-parenting you two? Yeah, with, yeah, because I I just feel like it's going to be a journey, you know, and I don't want to feel that way. And I'm trying to um, do the proper Mm -hmm. things in order for it not to become something that we can't you know, see eye to eye with. I'm trying to be but a little you, bit more flexible. But think about this. As far this. as the situation is concerned. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about this because you guys were mm-hmm. together for three years. And what do you say was the cause of the relationship separating? Oh, we both checked out. Definitely but why? Checked out of the relationship. Why? Well, for me, it was more uh, postpartum, just a lot of, diff- you know, I went through a lot having the baby. And I just didn't feel like I had the support system after she was born. Mm -hmm. And for him? I don't know what his um, whole viewpoint really is, honestly. So you both checked out? Yeah, we did. You checked out because of postpartum? Yeah, I I was just overwhelmed with the whole situation. I didn't realize that it was going to impact me as, as with the baby, with him. Um, and then at the same time, I had a teenage daughter that was getting to go into college. It was just, you know, a lot of um, 
different things that were happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a lot. It really can. So mm-hmm. was it postpartum or was it other things that were going on? I was postpartum. I was also uh, feeling lack of love from him. There's a lot of different things. Um, and how do you feel about that one. love for him now? How do I feel about what? Him now. How do you feel about love for him now? I Okay, I'm conflicted. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have moments, Thank you for being I have honest. Moments, yeah. yeah, I have moments where I feel the love because we did share something beautiful and we did create an amazing being together. Um, but the parts where I feel conflicted, where I don't necessarily feel the love vibration for him is when I think about um, the experience and the hurt. Mm-hmm. So you're holding on to it. And have you tried to work through it? Oh, yeah, I've been releasing it uh, slowly but surely. I mean, it's not as intense as it used to be. If you talked to me a year ago, ooh, I was was a rager, you know, (laughs) about the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I've come to um, a more... Understanding level as to the role I played as far as, as far as the relationship, the role that he played, and you know, um, learning to forgive all of those aspects of it. Right. So let me ask a question. I know mm-hmm. the answer. Do you still love uh-huh. him? I don't know, honestly, Miss Lou. Yeah, I don't know. That's a fair. That's a fair answer. Because yeah, here's I what I don't that. want you to do. I don't want mm-hmm. you to mistake self-empowerment to mask your control issues because mm. you got major control issues. Oh, I know and you. <laughs> you're really covering up these control issues by saying it's self-empowerment, and that's a that's a that's what we call in the priestess world a dirty, nasty trick. But Ms. Lou, I feel like I've been really working hard at releasing my control issues. You know, I don't right. think that I've been that intense that you're as it used to be. Empowered by saying that you're self-empowered. When you can't control something, remember they're linked. You told us this. Well, maybe this is not. Then. <laughs> now that I'm thinking self, about it, maybe they're not. Self-empowered because... through your control mm-hmm. issues. And now we just took self-control and we just changed the name. Ta-da! Self-empowerment. So when someone mm-hmm. says, you do realize, Shiva, you did this and this, and you say, no, no, no. You are not going to stop me from being self-empowered. <laughs> but really... It's control. So here's the question. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Yes, go ahead. A year ago, I would have spoken with you. Mm-hmm. And you would have told me that it had been rage. 
not self-empowerment. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was. Right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're telling me that marriage is self-control. No, I'm trying to let go of the self-control. I'm trying to let go of the self-control of being able to having to feel like I have to control everything. Mm-hmm. So how bad, mm-hmm. well, it's not that you couldn't control everything. It just didn't. But how bad did rage hurt him? How bad? The rage hurt him? Yeah. Because you wasn't I'm raging sure, yourself. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he was very hurt. I'm pretty sure it affected him immensely because I saw it. Mm -hmm. From your rage? Yes. Mm -hmm. The rage really hurt you. (laughs) That's who the rage hurt. You, You can't think that your rage was hurting him more than it was hurting you. And you were doing the rage. Because it impacts you first, always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It did a huge yeah. number on me. Mm-hmm. It's just like what you eat, he doesn't digest it because you ate it. Mm-hmm. And I want to make light because I want to go back to this whole postpartum thing. And believe you me, as a mother of two, I know that that could be very traumatic and a lot of women that is a very misunderstood experience mm-hmm. it is. for many women who are going through postpartum, they call it the blues, but we know the blues are good things or can be. <laughs> yeah. Or can be. Yeah. So I'm not trying to tell you that, but I'm I'm really getting you to kind of look back at it to see if it was really postpartum you were going through or was this a part of your control issues that no, given the impact really. of the situation, hold on, hold on, it mm-hmm. exacerbated everything. No, Ms. Blue, I because really feel that it was the trauma of the whole experience of the birth. I mean, it was really, mm-hmm. really traumatic for me. And yeah. um, not having anyone really understand the trauma that I just went through and yeah. not no, feeling that, that I, could be, You yeah. had the support you needed, and it sent you yeah. into a rage. It is. Yeah, it just spin me upside down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a that's then, a very and then the lack of, and then the lack and then the lack of feeling the connection to my husband and all that is just right. really and not me. having the yeah. Love. Yeah. the tail spin. It gets yeah. So yeah. now that you know that that part was the postpartum, do you think you're really over the postpartum? Honestly, no, I'm still working through it. Yeah. I was very, I've been very honest about that with everyone that I deal with. I'm like, I still yeah. think that I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not as yeah. bad as it used to be, but I think I'm at the right. tail end of it, you know. So is it fair to say 
that maybe you're not as empowered as you think you are? Because if oh, you're I know still because I've been working okay. on it for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying that I'm empowered at all, Miss Blue. You know, I'm, I'm I'm I live in my reality of where I am. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I know that I've been working very hard at. Um, finding that self-empowerment within myself as far as putting myself back out there into the work world and engaging with people and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The reason I'm having you talk this through is because nobody has allowed you to really do it. Thank you. And that's important. (laughs) That's so important to be heard. Yeah. Yes, it is. And to really think and through I, all that. No, and I wasn't, and I was not coming up here like, oh, I got it figured out. No, not at all. You know, I'm a work in progress yeah. every single day. And you know? so let me um, let me ask you because we know that that postpartum thing, and we're still learning how traumatic postpartum mm-hmm. can be. So let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. Yes. How about your husband? was dealing with postpartum, too. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was a huge shock to his system. Um, because for me, um, even though it was a shock, it wasn't as a major shock for me as it was for him because I already had two previous children, you know, um, and <clears throat> have experienced what it's like to be a parent. And this and was his first To child. be married. Yes, and this is the first time being married and I know it was a lot. I know it was an overwhelming experience for him as well. Yeah. So let me ask and you, why are not two knowing, people, Especially not knowing, especially not knowing what two, he was really signing up for. Yeah. Why are two people who love each other, who know that they're dealing with postpartum, not trying to seek some sort of help to work this out? Since you since you know you're dealing with postpartum and he's dealing with postpartum, why why just uh, question why do we go to divorce when we know what the issue is? It'd be different if we didn't know. It'd be mm-hmm. different if we were clueless. It'd be mm-hmm. different if it was different things. I'm just trying to figure out because. You kind of have this all summed up, and you have a good understanding of what is happening, yes. what has happened, <laughs> and what is going on. Then why is the action when the whole issue of postpartum is to feel not being supported? Mm-hmm. If you know you both well, are suffering that's... from the same thing, I, I, I'm just not sure why. We're not trying I to find it. Working, I have been working through this on my own for, like I said, since we've been separated. Um, I'm not sure, you know, if he if he's even put any thought into this whole thing. You know, I have, well, have you, you know, I have no idea him? where he stands. Have you asked? Him? No, I haven't. Have you asked? I haven't. I haven't. No, I haven't. No. The only conversation so let me ask about you. this with it's, him is when we first separated well, and I explained. Here's the. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I want to say this real uh-huh. quick. Yeah. You said you really want to know how's it going to be co-parenting, but it seems like you haven't talked to this man or had any connection in over a year. Why would you turn your child over to someone you don't know anything about? Because everything I've asked you about him, you say, I don't know. So you're telling me you're about to co-parent with someone that you are clueless 
how they think, what their behavior is, what they're capable of, and what they can do. I'm not Maybe. saying that I'm <laughs> I'm just saying that since we've been separated, we haven't had any kind of con- – I mean, except for the – maybe like four months after we separated, I had a conversation with him because I needed to release some sort of, you know, some of the feelings that I was carrying within myself. And that right. was the last time I had a conversation with him about our relationship. And you're going and, to coping. You're going to turn your precious baby in the care of someone. Suppose he's in a rage state that you were in with your postpartum, that he's there now. You don't know because you haven't talked to him. Yeah, true. You don't know. You don't know what he's capable of doing at this point in his life because you don't talk to him. You don't communicate with him. But yeah, you're willing. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't communicate very well with one another because <laughs> it seems like and, it, like, I'm sorry? Yeah, because both of y'all are hurting and no one wants to acknowledge that maybe what we're feeling is temporary and we need to communicate through this. Because if you have a child, what is unfair to do is to use your child because this situation is a situation for your child to become collateral damage. And that's what I don't want. Well, this is what it's going to be, because if you cannot answer simple questions about him because you guys are not communicating, then the only communication is going to be expressed through your child. When he's pissed at you, he's going to take it out on your child. When you're pissed at him, you're going to take it out on your child. Before you tell me no, I'm going to tell you yes. You're taking it out on your child now because you're getting ready to co-parent with someone you cannot even have a conversation with. And who gets to be the collateral damage of connecting yourself with someone that you do not want to be connected to? Your child. Can you see? Mm-hmm. This is why yeah. in the beginning uh-huh. I asked you about your control issues and empowerment. How are they connected? But mm-hmm. I love the way you show that connection, but you can't show a connection between you and your baby father. How come you can't connect that, but you can connect control and empowerment? Because I don't know where he stands. Listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. You don't even know where you stand, and that's okay. But you have to have a conversation before you turn. Listen, and you have a responsibility mm-hmm. to where he stands, mm-hmm. or your child becomes the collateral damage. Okay. You okay. cannot say, "I don't so know what he has going on." Approach, 
how do you approach him? You approach him with all that self-empowerment you told me about. You say, we need to sit down and have a conversation because I want to see where we are and if it is possible for us to co-parent. Is this something you even want to do? Do you feel that me and you could have a conversation and build a relationship together? Because no matter what either of you think, you have to have a relationship. Exactly. Or we have exactly. trauma, period. Exactly. There is no in-between. Exactly. There is mm-hmm. no in-between. Mm-hmm. There is no in-between. I don't care what nobody tells you. All that co-parent hoopla, that's a bunch of hoopla. <laughs> the children <laughs> will suffer. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you don't have a relationship, then you have nothing. And you're telling me mm-hmm. that's like walking down the street, picking a man off the block and saying, my child comes to your house for the weekend. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? So get yourself some help, some support, what you need to do so you can get in the position so you can be the best example, advocator, mother for your child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you can connect with his father that you chose. Mm-hmm. You chose mm-hmm. him. You understand? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So sure. everything sure. that you're saying that he's not and what he didn't do, you chose him and he chose you. And you of two course. made a child. And you both yeah. are yeah. responsible for that. Yes, we have a And as painful for sure. For sure. as it is. You have to get yourself in a position where you can start working towards, not empowerment. Can we take that out for just a moment and working towards love? Sure. So that you can find out how this is going to work. You have to do that. You know why? Mm -hmm. You know why you're the one that has to do it? Because I'm her mother. No. That ain't why. Why? Because you're the one filing for the divorce. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, you have bad. to do that. No, mm-hmm. Because you're the one that told him you want, you didn't want this anymore. You filed. I'm not talking about the legal system file. I'm talking about what you said you filed. You put it on the table first. A man is only going to do, he'll destroy the whole kingdom and then say, I don't know why I did it. That's why I keep asking you, if you don't know where you are with this, why rush when you already know you're dealing with certain issues and not give yourself enough time so you can get into a place of healing before you rush and do something that you can't live with once again. Well, I haven't rushed to do anything that's blue at all. You know, I've really been sitting back and really trying to analyze everything that has transpired between us and trying to find a Nothing way to has transpired. make it right. You're still hurting and he's still hurt. There, nothing has transpired. You never moved from where you were from when your child was born and you were going through postpartum. You didn't move from there. What transpired? 
Nothing. Something great happened in between. Did 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 we miss something? Nothing yeah, happened. I mean, what I mean, what I mean, what I mean, as far as transpiring, meaning as far as like the breakup and everything that happened. You know, that's what I mean. But but that that that's the obvious. You're saying mm-hmm. with everything that trans. That's the obvious. Once you start mm-hmm. going down a road, it's kind of hard to turn around. Mm-hmm. You have to stop yourself. Because you need to get more love in your heart for yourself, for your daughter, for your family, and yes, for I him. Can. That Miss Blue, I've been working very hard at that, Miss Blue. You are. And I'm honestly going to tell you, I don't want you to work hard. I just want you to allow it to be. Because the more that you hold on to all of that pain and that sorrow, your child is the one that's going to have to pay the price. That's what I want you to take away from this conversation. So if you don't have the strength to do it for yourself, do it for your daughter. And you may say that's unfair. Oh, no, it's not unfair at all. I don't care. You at won't all. tell me that. You won't tell me that because you know all the right things to say. But I'm reading no, your energy. No, I'm being a hundred percent honest with you. I don't because think if that well. was the case, and I'm gonna I'm gonna move on after this. If that was the case, then when I asked you the question, how does he think, you would have already done the things that I told you. You would have already started having the conversations. You guys would have already been on an even playing field with the love that you're supposed to have for your children. You would have already been working through your issues of your postpartum and things that you were dealing with. You would know exactly where he was. You would know exactly if he's working. You would know if he's seeing somebody. You would know the love he had for you. You would know why he really wanted a divorce. You would know what really happened in the relationship and where the breakdown came. If you were doing that, you would have the answer to those questions. So I'm not trying to challenge your intelligence, but what I'm trying to tell you is no, I'm no, trying no, no. to No, I want you to talk I'm to me and to make me think and make me, you know, give me the perspective. Am, but you're missing the point. I am taking you somewhere your mind cannot go, and that is in your heart. And everything that you're doing is in your mind, sweetie. You got to fall into love. So I know you think you done took enough time and your mind is telling you you didn't check this block and you did this and you didn't did that. But I'm not asking you what your mind is doing. I'm asking you about your heart. And if you cannot find it in your heart. I do realize that, Ms. Blue, because I've been really trying to work on my heart chakra. It really has been. (laughs) And what have you been doing to work on? What have you been doing to work on that? Please share with me. How have you been working? I've been trying to connect deeper with my, well, not trying. I have been connecting deeper. But what have you done? Like share with me your, what share with me. Well, I mean, I, I, right now I spent a lot of time really meditating and asking questions, um, you know, to, to the things that are really. What kind um, of question? You know, Give me an example of a question you ask. 
I'm sorry? Give me an example of one of the questions you've been asking yourself. Uh, basically, you know, who I am, what I, what, what direction I want to go in, um, you know, how can I deeper tap into that heart connection within myself? Because I know that because of a lot of my past traumas that I have that totally blocked off within myself. Um, and just, I mean, it's just been trying to connect with my higher self and the most high and asking to release any of those emotions and feelings that I harbor within myself so I can have a better connection with my inner self and my heart. And do you? Because, see, when you have a higher connection, or let's just say not higher, a deeper connection with love of yourself, you can't help but have that with the people around you. That are around me. I know. And I know the love starts with myself. And that's one of the things that I've definitely been working, work, I've been doing, you know, trying to okay. find that self-love for myself. And, being and what I'm saying to you is that you should keep working in that space. But to get ready to be in the position to co-parent, mm-hmm. you're not there. Okay. You're not there. So I'm gonna you're have you're to face my. I'm gonna have to face the fear that I have speaking to him and speak to him truly and deeply from the heart. Without the rage. See, because no, when no you rage. have that love of yourself, it changes your conversation. Mm-hmm. It changes how you respond. It changes your thought patterns and your actions. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that you're not doing work on yourself. I'm telling you to give yourself a little bit more love so that you can understand that the way that you're going, just, 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 just maybe Miss Blue is on something. Maybe the way I'm doing this, just, just kind of throw that out yourself. Maybe I'm not doing this that way. Oh, I know I'm not doing it right. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's why spirit Again, to reach out because I need to, me I guess, more clarity. Favor. Do me a favor yeah. because you are a walking contradiction. One moment you say you're doing it, the next moment you know you're not right. Stop it. Because this, again, is you attempting to control and say the right things. And I promise you, no one is questioning your love. No one is questioning your 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 intuitive. No one is questioning your heart. But I do not want you to mask your control issues with self-empowerment and thinking that you have to just spit out like a computer, like a clone, the right things to say. It's more important for me that you begin to understand more about who you are, the woman, the goddess that you are. And to move aside and move more into your heart. So all of that love that you feel inside of yourself, because you have it, that you can give it to yourself and you can give it to the people around you. 
and you can truly step into healing. Healing yourself, healing your child, and you know, even healing your husband, whether he be your ex or, or, or whatever he decides, you two decide to make that be. That's my wish for you. And right now, you're not there. I know I'm not. I know. So can you promise me that you will be okay with not being okay and not having all the answers figured out and love yourself? I'm okay with not being okay. (laughs) There you go. Huh? No, I'm saying I have been okay with not being okay. I've accepted that I'm not okay. Yeah. But you're you're giving a lot of pushback, and no, if you had really, I was just you know I'm just you, trying to have dialogue with you. That's all. No, no, I'm no. not giving you any There's pushback. It. I really am not. That's fine. You have it your way. You really do. You huh? really do. And I hope that you go back and you can download this and you can you can hear this. Ms. Luce, and I, I hear you loud and clear. I really, really, really do. I'm not giving you any pushback. I'm just trying to communicate with you. That's all. No, you're communicating. And I hear you and I feel you and I understand you probably more than you can even know, you know at I, this I, moment. I've been, I've been trying to surrender to this for a, very, for a good while, you know. Let's do this. Because I have a nice grounding exercise, and I think it'll be perfect for us to do this right now all together, and definitely you do it too. Is that okay? You want to do that with us? Sure. Okay. So let's all get ready. We're going to all do this together. I think this is the perfect time. All right, everyone, to do it. We're going to start out, and we're going to do a grounding magic quest (laughs) and uh, really just get ourselves in alignment for this energy the month that we're in right now this time this energy it's a very unique time and we have an opportunity to really connect ourselves with some very unique (laughs) opportunities oh yeah What a time to be alive. So here's what I want you to do. Because this is going to ground you. Ground you inside of your body, but yet open you up to so much more. So here we go. If you're sitting down, (laughs) keep your feet planted flat on the ground. Make sure your back is up straight. You can roll those shoulders back if you want to. And you can even begin to close your eyes because I want you to center yourself and I want you to just take a nice, deep breath. That's it. Just breathe in and then breathe out. And as you're doing that, take your hand, take whatever hand you want and place it on your heart because this is going to be the focus of our grounding. That's it. So now just relax yourself. 
And this is what I want you to do. I want you to just kind of sit with yourself for just a moment because there are some interesting things that's happening right now, and I know you can feel it. The heart, the physical heart itself, which is one of our major spiritual portals that is inside of our bodies, the cells, all the way down to a subatomical level, is recalibrating itself. It's releasing energy, and it's also looking to be filled back up and looking for a divine connection. See, this is where the heart and the mind get an opportunity to be on one accord. So now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to think back over your life. And you can go back as far as you like and um, or as close as you like. Focus on those things that are standing out. Focus on whatever comes up for you. Just allow it to come up for you. Don't push it away. But just feel it in your body for a moment. Even if some of those things are very uncomfortable for you. That's it. So look back at it. Look back at everything. Everything that's brought you to this moment. And whatever is flashing in your mind, allow that energy to come and fill itself up in your heart. And now, in your mind's eye, I want you to imagine looking at the night sky. And as you're looking up, you can see stars. They are spinning. They are falling. They are twinkling all over the place. And these stars are bringing in a very powerful magnetic light code. And this light code is taking the place of all of the hurt, all of the pain, all of the things you want to release from yourself inside of your heart. And every time you breathe, every time you look back at it, every time something comes up, it is replacing your heart with more love and more compassion and more courage, filling you up. That's it. Yeah. You can feel it because the code is coming in for all of us. And I've seen this. And I want to make sure that you receive your light code that's coming into your heart, that is building a magnetic field around your heart and your mind, and it is connecting itself with cosmic galactic grid that is around the planet. And this is allowing you to bring your uniqueness forward and activate all of these codes that are inside of you. Now, I want you to take a moment as you can feel these codes coming into your body as you breathe in and breathe out. I want you to begin to start thinking about loyalty. That's right, loyalty. 
what are you loyal to now? Because you have a clean slate. You are starting from scratch. You get a chance to reinvent yourself like never before. But only this time you get to bring all of you forward. Everything that is inside of you that you've ever wanted to put into the world, that you ever wanted to share. What are you loyal to and why? You might find that some of those things have changed drastically over the last six or seven months. But I want you to begin with the loyalty of your heart and your mind and the courage the courage to be your unique self and the courage to also step out and help others and to lend yourself and to be of service of shining your light of who you are in this world and loving yourself like never before. Yeah. That's it. I want you to pick a color because this will be your color of activation. And anytime that you wear this color, you think of this color, it will remind you energetically to love who you are and activate your uniqueness. That color could be blue, it could be green, it could be purple, orange, yellow, red, indigo, white, black, gold, or silver. It could be all of those things infused in one. So now, I want you to just walk. Imagine yourself walking into a room of mirrors. And I want you to, on the count of three, take a look, and you will get a glimpse of who you are now. All of your uniqueness will be standing in front of you, right there for you to see for yourself. So here we go. You're going to walk in the room on the count of three. One. Two. There you are. You can see yourself from every single angle. Look at yourself. How do you see you? Look at that smile. Look at that glow. Look at that confidence. It's all you. It is all you. All your unique self in alignment, heart, and mind. Now, I want you to come back, fully bringing back with you, totally grounded in the space that you are, fully aware of what things you need to question and what things you need to let go of and what things you need assistance with and where you can offer your assistance. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Planet Remix. Yeah. So there you are. You back? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. 
I really just want to give you a big hug right now. I hope that that did you well, that you can release some of that. I want you to reach out to me because I want to work with you. I want to give you some tools and some things to help you. Okay. All right? And know that everything is going to be okay. And it's okay. You said what now? I just feel like a jerk. But you're not. It's a place where we all have been, and I've certainly been there. And when you've been hurting so bad, it's hard to just kind of let yourself feel. But that's the only way that you can get it out. So you can move on to the next phase. So you can start from scratch and really begin to bring all of your love and beauty to the forefront. And letting go of control sometimes is a very, very uncomfortable feeling. But it feels good afterwards. So if I had to write something for you, it would be for you to take three minutes a day to have a temper tantrum. Just make sure baby girl ain't around. (laughs) She may pick up a bad habit. So you can let it all out. And release it finally. So you can move on to the next step. All right? Okay. All right. Well, I love you. Reach out to me. Send me an email. I want to work with you to help you through this the best I can and give you some tools. Thank you. You're so welcome. You're going to be fine. You are. You are. And then you'll be able to use all of that strength (laughs) for all that other good stuff. But this is the time for you to allow yourself to just be. And if you want to cry, that doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you crazy. If you want to love, it doesn't make you stupid. It doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't. Yeah. All right. Everybody's sending you so much love, too, especially from the Blue Room. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to be looking for that email from you, too. So make sure you email me (laughs) and and we'll be in touch. All right. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Peace and love. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. We're going to keep going here. Let's go to the next caller calling in. And, yes, sending that sister so much love um, because many of us know that we have been in one side of that at or another. Yes, it really does. She had a great breakthrough. Yeah, very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, we're sending your love. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 7327. 7327, you're live on Planet Remix. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello, Ms. Blue. My name is Janine. I'm calling from New Jersey. Okay, greetings to you, Janine, calling from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Calling from Jersey. Yeah, out there with them Jersey shores. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so did you get a chance to look back at it? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I'm grateful to be able to look back at it. Yeah. And move forward. Yeah. Onward and mm-hmm. upward. Mhm. Powerful. Yes, ma'am. What's so well, for I you? Must, I must. I must say this. As I was holding and you were saying that we're going to the next caller, I said to myself, okay, if this is not me, I'm just going to hang up and listen. And you picked me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love oh, it when that crazy. happens? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love okay, it. Okay, um, so I love it too, Ms. Blue. Ms. Blue, you, you make me smile so much. Oh, my goodness, every time I hear your voice is awesome. Oh, thank okay. you. Yes. Okay, so, well, my question is, um, looking back at it, about 23 years ago, I experienced trauma. Uh Um, I I lost my three-year-old daughter. Well, she was two at the time. Uh Her birthday was was two, three. Uh She would have been 25 years old. Wow, and I, and I well, I have. I guess I have to talk about this because me and a friend were, were speaking about it, and he was like, you know, I'm trying, I'm doing my work in letting things go. Uh huh. But of course, I I can't let this go because I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah, my condolences to you, uh, um, to yeah. you. I know that. Wow. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just last month, I was in a crazy relationship, toxic. Um, I wasn't really able to feel my daughter. You know, I, I look forward to that. I have two other yeah. daughters. My oldest is 26. She'll be 27. Uh-huh. My youngest is 17. She'll be 18 this year. Uh-huh. But, but, but while this gentleman was here, I wasn't really able to feel my daughter. I could, I had her pictures. But I wasn't able to feel her. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I, listening to you, <clears throat> you brought me through a lot. Something that you said before gave me the strength to do what I had to do and remove this toxicity. And I'm so happy. Uh-huh. And I feel light. But I was just wondering, because her birthday just passed and, you know, <clears throat> was she afraid? Like, is she still here with me? I, I, don't, I don't believe that she's over there where I buried her. Well, of you course know, not. Yeah, yeah. Remember, you know, the physical body must return to what we are. We 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 are star children, we are star people, and we are made out of all the things that crystals and stars are made out of, mountains, mm-hmm. land and sea. So we return to from where we came. But our soul is eternal, you know, that lives on forever, you know, and a part to be very, very grateful for that. So you're absolutely right. You know, we can think about different rituals that we do and we do some powerful rituals and the going home ceremony is a powerful ritual. Fortunately for us, that is only a ritual to bring closure for those of us still here on earth. Mm Mm-hmm. And to the soul, they begin to ascend themselves on to their next destination until we all meet again. Yes. 
So you're yes. absolutely right, you know? It is the opposite of a wedding because we know weddings are never about the couple who are getting married. It's about the people who want to celebrate the union. <laughs> and, then they have to, and then they have to live with each other. <laughs> and right? the bills that go along with it, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's another ritual that we do for the living. Yes. Yeah. Celebrate life. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So I miss him so much. What is your question for me? Okay. Uh, I'm in a. At this time, I, I I feel like I'm on to something. I'm making power moves to um, uh-huh. <laughs> to enjoy this life of mine because at the end of it, whenever it happens, I would like to leave behind a legacy. Uh-huh. Of course, I guess that's, that's everybody's. Uh, that's everybody. It, well, it should be. You know, you got to be your best self. You know, we all have a life path, a life purpose. Like you just said, in serving others, loving ourselves. Yeah. Oh. Boy, you sisters are politically correct tonight. Maybe I ought to get Ooh. maybe more to the left, and y'all will kind of follow in suit. <laughs> Am I being oh, too I mean, politically correct tonight? <laughs> But I'm not in the okay, okay, well I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm happy to okay. learn. Okay. It's it's never too that's, old cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. I'm right, so I'm just, just laughing because I'm like, well maybe I'm being too politically correct. Maybe maybe, you know, I always blame myself. Let me let me do that. <laughs> But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. I don't know. Am I on the right? Of course I'm on the right track. I'm trying to be myself here. All right, we'll shoot on to this one. How about this? Okay. My job. <laughs> okay. My job, huh? Miss Blue, where where I am employed, okay? Okay. It's a little nervous. It's, it's a little nerving where I work because mm-hmm. I'm not like everybody else. I'm different, especially where at oops, Oh, yeah, I said New Jersey, but you don't know where I work. As to where I work, yeah. you know, so I have to put on a different face when I go to work, okay? I'm always a Holly. Wait a minute. <laughs> can, I, can, I just, can, I just, can I just tell the people something on Planet Remix? Can I tell them something? She just said she different, yeah. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm different from them. I mean, I work in a okay. place that's a, it's a government job. You know, they all... You can't even tell these people that you don't like vaccinations. Like, it's, 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 you can't really be yourself. I don't mind being myself, but I'm finding that. I get it. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So. All right. I get. I understand what you mean. Okay. All right. I got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have dreams and, I, I, and aspirations. I didn't want to be there for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm just trying to do what I got to do right. to get to where I'm going to. Right. And I'm also suing them because I fell. Now. (laughs) You know what? This is going to be good, you guys. This is, come here, baby girl. Right here on my lap while your mama is talking. Go ahead. (laughs) 
Okay. Am I, I mean, do, do, is it any, Ms. Blue, you see everything, you blow my mind. Am I doing <laughs> the right thing? I'm trying to kind of stay invisible, but I can't be invisible. Everybody knows me. And, you know, in times they... Why do you want to be invisible? Why do you want to be invisible? Because I don't think like them. And when you don't think like... No, 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 no. Hold on for just a second, though. But why do you Mm -hmm. want to be invisible? Ooh, yeah, that is a deep question. And I did just say that. So let me, let me, let me think. Maybe I shouldn't use the word invisible, but I like to be off the rate. I don't want anybody looking at me, asking me no questions. I don't really like questions. Why? Because you know, if I'm honest, you know, I, you know, I'm a Capricorn, and sometimes things don't come out the way they should. Sometimes it can be a bit rough, and they want to ask more questions. And you really think that Capricorn is making you do that? Just Capricorn. Okay, me. Okay, me. Me. My personality. Okay. okay. How I am. Um, mm-hmm. I find that there's a lot of snitches at work, but uh, you know who, who doesn't work a job is there, there's nobody who. Mm-hmm. Did you say snitches? I said snitches. Yes, I did. Did you say I'm not snitches? Doing wrong, though. I'm not huh? doing anything wrong though. Wait a minute. Hold up. My hands are up. I'm not doing anything because, wrong. Because you know, but... you know, you, I I got a newfound <laughs> theory on snitches. Oh, you do? I'm yeah, listening. I do. I'm listening. But go ahead. I'm I'm listening. I'm listening because I need to. Okay. I want to. I want to take it all in. I want to take it all in. Mhm. Mhm. I got a. It's a bunch coming to the head right now. I'm trying to calm down. You need to let me calm down. <laughs> <sighs> and let me look at the blue room while I'm talking to you. I know they talk is crap. Okay. So. Oh no 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 no! Please don't look at them. Don't 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 look at them. They'll throw you way off. <laughs> okay. So. You know, because I'm 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 making moves, you know, that aren't uh that are not what they would generally do. They would ask questions. There's a lot of things going on on the news. I'm not the those that type of people person. You know, I'm I'm not a bad person. I just like to stay to myself. Um, I'm learning different new things. Uh, I don't know. I, sometimes I get a little paranoid, I guess, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. somebody is leaning into my life a little bit too much. Now, I don't mind sharing, mm-hmm. but I don't trust. It's hard for me to trust. Now, you heard mm-hmm. me mention earlier before that I lost my daughter. I was yes. 17 years old. I, I had two children by the time I was 17. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to go into details. But anyway, um there was a trust factor broken, period, period, amongst people, some people, even close family members. And I find that it's taking a toll in my life, you know, still, even at the age of 43. I don't like questions. Um, not that okay. I'm not doing anything wrong either. But anyway. So, uh-huh. How can, how can uh-huh. I break this? How can I stop this? I I, I don't want to live my life uh-huh. feeling like people looking at me. I don't mind being looked at. I'm I'm easy on the eyes. Uh-huh. How do I break this? Like, what is this? Paranoia. Uh huh. Uh huh. I hope I'm not stressing you out. No, 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 no. I'm just reading your energy. Uh, I'm reading your energy and. I, I, I will say that 
let me let let me back up because I got a I got a lot of things that I want to say. But first, I want to I want to kind of touch on this. Your work that you do, mm-hmm. and your job, mm-hmm. that's just a part of you that's showing up there. So when mm-hmm. Janine goes to work, it's safe to say that you are taking your personality into the job, even though you're giving mm-hmm. us a lot of personality right now. And we, we're here for it. We love it. I love it. Right. Oh, okay. 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 But basically the character of who you are is completely different than the personality you. Your personality okay. and your character is completely different from each other. Mm. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is leaving you sort of, yeah, split with how do I bring my personality and my character in the same building at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And you're struggling with that. And here's the other thing you're struggling with. You're struggling with. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spirit is just. You know, they, spirit is on 1,000 tonight with jokes. Um, so I'm not, la- it's, I'm not laughing at you. Well, I am kind of, but not in that kind of way. Okay. Because spirit just showed me someone that I haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I seen this person, immediately... I started laughing because I haven't seen this person. Gosh. Um, I haven't seen this person um, in a long, 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 long time. long time and I'm going to tell you about a story okay and maybe you can tell me if you know who this person is it was a story called the spook that sat by the door (laughs) you can relate <laughs> he told me you could relate. <laughs> the spook that sat by the door. Ain't this one? Go ahead, listen. Yeah. So, are you familiar with the story of the spook who sat by yes, the door? Yes, I am. I, I, I am, but that title was something else, too, especially at this job. Go ahead. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so, right now, where you're at, you're at a cross between do I want to be a whistleblower or do I want to sit back? Do I want to collect this check? 
you are so, you always right. Because praise is a lie. But you're so right. You know, I don't even go to church, but I want to dance with you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. And I could. So, but, but, you know, I got to live here. But go ahead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of feeling the same way as the story goes. You're feeling like you're sort of that token black person. Mm-hmm. And the, the information and the things that you know, if you were to tell mm-hmm. the world, oh, the world Whoa. ain't ready. We're so not okay. ready for all of this shit that goes Hold down on. in the DM. Talk about going mm. down in yeah. the DM. In the DM. It's yeah. really going down. And so this is why it's a part of you that wants to be invisible. But then there's another part of you that wants to stay because you get the good, good, juicy stuff. And when you get with your click, you get to tell them all, all the good, juicy stuff about what really is going on. Not what they're telling you, but what's really going down. Mm-hmm. Code word for you love it. <laughs> <laughs> Code word is you love it. Absolutely love it. And my thing is you have an expectancy there of a window that I can see. Now, granted, I suck with time because time in the spirit world is not the same in this world, but I'm looking at anywhere from maybe three to five years at best. You're right. And once that is over, you can do like everybody else. You can write a book, you can go on tour, and you can talk about it. Because everything that you know that you think they don't know you know, they already know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one's coming to get you. They're not going to chase you down in the middle of the night. Okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right? You are there for a reason, and the reason is even greater than just getting the information to hand to people to help educate them. Right. But the moment you put yourself in the position of someone snitching on you, is the moment you have sent the message. Well, you said that. You said there's stitches. I did, I did, I did. I can't take it back. I did say it. So the moment you put yourself into that realm, then what you're sending the message to the universe is that you don't have the courage and the guts to stand behind what you're saying. Mm. Mm. You can't stand behind your word. Oh, right. So if you said something, if you did something, stand by it. Mm -hmm. Stand by your work, stand by your word. And when you're at work Mm -hmm. and someone asks you a question, 
That is not the time that you become the metaphysician and the spook that's sitting by the door to explain Mm. to them why they will never understand what you know because you know more than they know and they don't understand what you understand. Nobody wants Mm. to hear that on a job. Because the truth of the matter is, it is just that to everyone who is there, but except for maybe those people who are locked away in that room that you got to have security clearance to get your ass in. They're the only people that come to work happy. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. That's the truth right there. They just put those in, I've noticed, and yeah, they are locked away in there. That's right. They're the only people that walk around saying good morning because they are excited about going to work and they get paid very well for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can I tell you something very honest? That's none of your business. Just work. Do what you got to do and do what you have to do. And get out of there. It allows you to do. It allows you to do the other things in your life that you want to do. Right. And stop splitting yourself in your mind because you are working a job and you came across some information. If the information is that moving to you that you feel that your conscious will not allow you to be in that environment, then get yourself out. Well, you didn't have the guts to get yourself out, so as spirit would have it, you fell and bust your ass. And so now you're going to try to sue your way out. But one way or the other, I can assure you, you will get out. You just made my jaw drop. But that's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. You hit me in the head with that one. It was true. It was only seven months after I got hired. And I asked that question, what happened? Everything was going so well. But I only really got the job because of the checks. That's the honest and goodness truth. Because and of the that's checks, fine. Trying to move on to another level. That's fine. I need, I need, yeah, but one way or another, I can assure you, you will get out of that job. You are ensuring that you don't have it. So here's what I need you to do. You need to start putting things in motion because you already know what's coming. Yes, I do. You already know. Because whether you sue, whether you sue, whether you win, whether they keep you on, you already know what's getting ready to happen. So, I mean, that wasn't a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a mystery. (laughs) That wasn't a mystery. Mm -hmm. You know, Miss Blue, talking to you was like talking to an auntie, you know. Well, good. Well, that's good. That's good. It's beautiful. Mm. I got to go to auntie house. Auntie's going to help set me straight. (laughs) So, think about what you really want to be doing 
and something that can sustain you. What I don't want you to do is romanticize someone who got a lot of views on their YouTube channel and think that you're going to sit at the house and you're just going to drop knowledge on what's going on in your life. It's going to be wonderful. I'm not saying that that won't go well for you. I'm just telling you nothing is as it seems. The moment you start fantasizing about someone else's life and you abandon yours, there's a hefty price to pay. Yes. I had a dream about that. And yes, yeah. So everybody wants to be a teacher. Nobody wants to be a student. And I'm not saying that you can't do one or the other. What I'm telling you to do is to be smart about it. Because if you're going in with the same mindset of that job, that you just get a check out of what you're doing, not so much. No, I want to. I want to start my own business. I'm. I'm about to become a homeowner. Like I'm working towards those things. You know, once beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I have. I have some things. I have really do have some good things going. Good things are going. Of course, I gotta go. I, and I hope. It's, it's I hope way. you want to become. I hope you are wanting to be a homeowner. And not thinking you're just going to go take somebody else's home. I have to throw that out there because there's a lot of stuff coming up around you that you didn't expose yourself to. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't want to do it that way. No. Okay. I mean, no judgment here, but I would just encourage you for someone to guide you that actually has done it themselves successfully. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get it. I I, I don't want to go that way. You know, I I want to. I just want to leave something for my children and my children's children. I just had a grandson January ninth. So happy! And congratulations to wanting to leave something for your children. But I want you to understand. That before you can get in the business of leaving something for your children, you must leave something for yourself. You, I, 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 I've been saying this all night, so I know I got to say it to myself. You ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't there yet. You ain't there yet. You ain't there. Okay, Focus I'm not. on I'm leaving, not. having something for you. Focus on that. Okay. Yeah, focus on having something for you. Because, see, when you begin to start pouring into yourself, you're automatically pouring into them. Right. You're shooting for the stars, and I have no doubt that you are not a star. But if you want to take the path of the spook who sat by the door, all you got to do is look around. Mm. Because history does have a way of repeating itself. Okay. And if okay. you follow okay. someone else, oh, yeah, you want me to stop. This is the part you say, go ahead, Miss Blue, enough. I got it. No, no, no. I, I didn't say, I mean, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I love the truth. That's okay. You know, come on now. I'll... And when you're in the business of creating, 
Mm-hmm. What you want to create is you want things that are divinely made. Mm-hmm. Not man. Not man. You see what man made things have done. You want things to be divinely made, meaning that it is coming from the most high God, the spirit, the universe, your higher self, not things that are man made. When you are looking around for man made things and the inspiration that is backing man made things, it will not last if it's coming from your mind and not your higher self. You want things that are divinely made, not man-made. Man-made means I sat at home, thought about how I can make some money, how I can hustle somebody, how I can do this, how I can do that, how I can do this, how can I recreate this, how can I do this. We talked about this in self-invested last night, how I can do that, how I can just get these things together, and then it's going to allow me to do this. You want things that are divine made, that all of a sudden as you're walking, the download comes in, it's laid out in front of you, and you know, you know there's no way, there's no way that that could have just only come from your mind. Mm-hmm. I had a dream. You just broke down my dream. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Yes, you did. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. That one, that that was great. Thank you. Because I know that. Stay, stay yeah. with nature. Stay with the natural. Don't, don't go. Right. I, hold on. Let me just, just briefly, this little piece of dream. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Go ahead. You're fine. I came across... <laughs> I, I had a dream that I went back to where I grew up. And mm. Now, these houses are gone, you know, um, gentrification at its best here. But I went back to this place from where I grew up, and the garden right next to it was a – it was a great garden even back in the day, but in the dream it was abundant. It was green. It was wow. – oh, everything was just beautiful. And I was like, wow, the garden is still here. And I walked over there, and I came to this first bushel, and I don't know. It could have been collard greens because we had everything, collard greens, lima beans. We had all yeah. kinds of things out there. But this greenery, this plant, this this food, you know, it was it was beautiful. And I, I picked out a petal, and I pulled it off. And then as I looked down to the right, I saw this sh- shiny bag of onions. How about that? Shiny bag. Of onions, you know when you buy onion, uh, 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 when you buy onions, they in that red, uh, uh-huh. red. What's that? That, that you know, the red bag. But anyway, I walked yeah, over yeah, to that yeah, bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. I walked over to that bag and I picked that bag up. Why did I do that? Because in my dream, the ground under me began to crack, and I fell. The ground opened up and I fell into the ground. And the dirt was coming over my head and my eyes and my mind. I, my life flashed before my eyes, and all I can say was thank you, and the ground just covered me up. And I also mm. was thinking, nobody knows I'm back here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> mm. 
But, you know, I woke up. I'm, I'm talking to you today, so I woke up. But basically, that's what you just said. Don't uh-huh. go for the, you know, you know that bag of onions that was, there it is, no bag of onions in the garden. Uh, uh-huh. Why did I go over there to that bag of onions? I knew that that wasn't, that wasn't the garden. Uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, uh. So the same with the, with the greenery. It was, it was, it was beautiful there. Hmm. But you broke it down. That's awesome. Stay on that Wow. Path. Yeah. I, um, you made me think about something. There's a television show. And it's one of my favorite television shows. And the television show is on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Gotta have mm. Netflix. <laughs> it's called Chef's Table. And there's an episode, I believe it's season two of Chef's Table, I could be wrong, where there's a sister girl who family grew up in the South. Um, In Georgia, I believe. And when she was young, her grandmother would always cook for her. And they would always eat these popsicles, but they called them something else. They would be in a cup with a stick in them. And they made it out of Kool-Aid and and different kinds of juices. And the children would come and they would get the popsicles during the summertime. Mm -hmm. Well... After her grandmother passed away, spoiler alert, I'm just going to tell what happens because this is directly <laughs> connected with you. She, they ended up moving to New York City. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely hated it in New York. Mm-hmm. She missed everything from the South. She missed all the food her grandmother would cook and... She missed, you know, being able to run free and play outside and the gardens that she would go and, you know, pick the strawberries and the berries, you know. She missed absolutely all of that stuff about it. She missed the air. She missed the dirt. She missed the sun. You know, she missed the warmth, the love, the nurturing that she felt. Mm -hmm. Well, once she got to New York, her parents both had to work all the time. And it was her and her sister, I believe. And one of the things that she had to do was her mother made it known and her father that it was expected of her to go to college. And when it was time for her to go to college, she absolutely had no clue what she wanted to go to college for. So she took up psychology. And I remember when a professor once told me when I was doing my studies in psychology that the only reason you are here if you are studying psychology and sociology is because you're trying to figure out your own life. So don't fool yourself in thinking this is about you wanting to help other people. This is about you wanting to help yourself. That's why a lot of students who are going through those type of degree plans usually somewhere in there almost have their own breakdown. Because what you're really doing is learning about who you are. So anyway, she graduated from school and she got a job working at the school system. 
And while she was working at the school system every day, she would dread getting up, going to school. She hated it. She loved the children. She loved the people she was working with. But she just did not feel fulfilled in her heart. Mm-hmm. And then she got fired from her job. Mm-hmm. And she was devastated because she thought, what am I going to do? And so it was a friend of theirs that told her, a good friend of hers, that was getting ready to go to culinary art school. Mm-hmm. And she thought, wow, I would love to go to culinary art school, but I don't have any mother money. I don't have any money to go to school. I mean, I just got out of school. I'm in tons of debt. So he heard about a program. He said there's a program where you can serve as an apprentice. And you would go to Europe and you actually learn hands-on to work with some of the best chefs in the world, some of the best produce in the world, and really learn from the trenches about what it meant to be a chef. And she could actually get her culinary degree that way. So she was super excited. She applied for the position. She didn't think she was going to get it. But lo and behold, she got the job, and she was so excited. And she went to go tell her two parents who grew up in the 60s in the South that she was about to go to Europe and work for a white family as a cook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were livid. They felt like it was a slap in the face, especially from the path that her grandmother and her mother and father grew up. And these were some of the only jobs that black women could take was to be housemates working in the house, cooking for people. They felt like it was one step away from slavery. But she followed her heart because she really wanted to go and she wanted to understand and she wanted to learn about cooking from the ground up. So she went to Europe and she stayed there for a couple of years. Her parents didn't like it. They thought it was a slap in the face. She had went to college to be a, you know, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, and to come back and to now be in some a person's house cooking for them as a maid, you know, as a servant, that this was really a debt, uh, what do you call it, Uh, you know, uh, just a real slap in the face. Mm -hmm. But when she came back, the skill level and the set, because she had access to her own garden, she had access to experiment with some of the finest pastries and, and some of the finest cuisine in the world. And to mix that in with the Southern infusion, she knew that she really had something. Mm-hmm. So she came back and she lived in New York and she worked at a couple of restaurants there, but she still was not fulfilled. And she decided that what she was going to do was to go back down south where her heart had been calling her the whole entire time. 
And when she got there, though, to her surprise, the South had changed very much from when she was a little child. As with most of us, from how we see things when we were a little kid to how we see them now completely different, I always think about that when I go back home to Brooklyn, where I'm And I think about Bushwick Avenue, which that street Mm. to me looked like it was something that was so massive. And just Mm -hmm. to be able to cross the street of Bushwick Avenue was a great task. And in my mind as a child, I literally thought every single time the light changed that there's a chance that I may die crossing the street. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And now when I go back, it is a mere walk across the street. It is not even that big. It's not even that massive. When I go back to Schaefer Street where my aunt lived and I used to go to PS45, that street too that used to look so wide when we would go across the street and play handball and go in the park and everything is this tiny little alleyway that barely you don't even know how can they have cars on the side of the street and people still drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was the same thing for her when she went back down south. She went looking for some of the familiar things, the familiar people, the familiar places, and no one knew her. When she was there, she was known. Her family was known. Her grandmother was known because that was the house and the place where everybody would come to. Right. Mm-hmm. So she had to reintegrate herself back into the community because no one knew her. She was an outsider. But she found a few people and she began to start connecting with them. And she found a gentleman, a white gentleman, and she began to tell him about what she wanted to do with opening a restaurant, not just any restaurant, a restaurant that was going to make a difference, something that was completely different, something that had been birthed inside of her, and she knew it could have only come from the divine. So he sat down and said, listen, I have the money and I'm willing to be a partner with you. And just because I have the money, I still want us to be 50-50. But first, you will have to convince me that this is not just a repeat of what everybody else in the culinary world is doing. Because I'm not interested in taking my money and investing it in something that anybody can do. He said it took for her to cook for him one time. She brought the dish to him and they talked for over five hours like they were long lost soulmates who have connected themselves for the very first time. And when she went to go look for a restaurant, she found a very unique spot, something she knew that would mean more to the community and all the people who were living in the town. And it was a bus station. It was a bus station that at one time, blacks, African-Americans were not allowed to come into this bus station. They had to go around back and wait. And she took that building, transformed it, and she began to cook her dish. And it is the hub of where people of all different cultures back come together, black, white, a place that was so divided when her grandmother and mother and father came and she turned it in to what is now a five-star restaurant in the middle 
of nowhere. Mm. So I wanted to give you that example. Mm. Because we're talking about your dreams and what you're hoping to do and what you want to acquire. And we're also talking the difference about something that is man-made versus something that is divinely made. And right now you're on a path of the divine. Don't mess it up by bringing man-made things into the process. This is where the heart and the mind has to be aligned with each other. And right now we're getting so many different downloads that are coming in. And if we can sit still long enough, if we can listen to our hearts long enough, if we can be open to loving ourselves enough, we will get the upgrade. And we will begin to start creating more divinely made things on the planet because these are things that cannot come out of the mind. So I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to share her story because she was not a professionally quote-unquote trained chef. But she had the best training in the world. And that is the training of hands-on. So I say that to you, too, because you're looking to do some other things, and you're also looking to see who can certify you, who can say that I'm good enough to do this, who can approve me to make these steps, who can give me the right to do this. But when it comes from the divine, we will have all of the certifications, all of the degrees, all of what is required will be with us. So if you get a chance, check out Netflix and Chef's Table (laughs) because all of the chefs, I could probably tell you all story after story after story about all of the chefs because they're all super amazing. And it's a different way for us to begin to start thinking about our life food, not food for life, but our life food. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm writing that down, Chef's Table. On Netflix, tell them Miss yeah, Blue I, sent you. Okay. <laughs> if they got a review section, I'm going to write that. Hey, tell them Miss Blue sent you, Netflix. <laughs> Maybe I can get an affiliate link. <laughs> right? Hey. No, that's that man mind <laughs> No, we going to look for the divine. <laughs> You said it. Look, you said it. Okay. Oh, oh, so I appreciate you. I appreciate Likewise. you so much. I appreciate you being Likewise. here for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank uh, all of us for being here for all of us. So I, I, I really, we're going to get ready to close out, but I want to wish you guys an amazing, absolutely amazing week. That this is a great week. We're going to get a lot. You're going to get so many upgrades that are coming in. Please make sure that you are keeping yourself in an open space. And when you find your emotions, because it's a lot of chaos that is swirling around, please make sure you you recognize what you're taking in as food. You know, because what we watch, what we think, 
you know, what we're doing, all of these things are feeding us in some kind of way. And we're giving our attention to it. Remember, the most valuable real estate on the planet is your mind. And you have to make sure that you are intentional about the things that you're putting in your mind. And when it gets really, really rough, when it gets really, really rocky, when the terrain gets really, really tipsy-turvy, then that's the time you go within and you breathe. This is an opportunity for so many of us to really reap what we have sown. And we've sown some very beautiful and good things. And no matter what it looks like on the outside, what it looks like going on in the world, there are so many good, loving, kind, unique individual beings on the planet that we are doing more good than we are harm. If we could just focus enough, if we can focus our energy on our heart centered and begin to start not just breathing in and out, but breathing in and out from our heart, then it will change the way we talk. It will change the way we think. It will change what we create. It will, you know, it will change our makeup. It will change who we are. It will change how we feel and it will change the reflection that others will see from us and that we will receive for them. So with that being said, I'm going to get ready to close out, but I wish you all well. I wish you all love and love all of you. If you are inside the Blue Room, I really hope that if this show has blessed you in any kind of way, that you will go ahead and hit like and subscribe and also share it, pass it on to a friend or someone you know that possibly, possibly, just possibly can receive a blessing. From a message from a caller here tonight, remember, we are all here for each other. We are really here. We are the ancient ones. And we are here for each other. And we're here to bring love and to bring light and to live our best life. And we can do that. We can do that and we can have fun while we do that, while we're still learning, while we're still growing up on planet Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So peace and love, everyone. I can't wait to read your comments. Please go over to social media, Instagram. You can hit us up. You'll see our contact, Minds and Brother Bilal's, in the show notes, as well as all of the music being played on the share tonight. So I would love to hear your thoughts on the show tonight, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you guys in sessions and readings this week. Let's keep it divinely made this week and the rest of 2020. I mean, how can we go wrong? We can't. We absolutely cannot. We are in our space of creating the best life and expressing our uniqueness and shining our light bright. I love you all. <laughs> From the soulful oracle, you guys. Peace out. Ciao.